Hey guys, welcome back to Bells of the ATL. I'm Dows. I'm Jess. And I'm Lori. Today we're going to jump right into Love and Marriage Huntsville, um, episode seven and eight. I believe eight is the the finale. Yeah, I think it is. Okay. All right. So, um, what did you guys think about episode seven? It started off with um, Kim and Maurice opening their wedding gifts. And they got a a nice little interesting wedding gift from Melody and Martel. The birds. (laughs) Yeah, the birds. (laughs) Because they gave them the bird. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. In all honesty, I feel like they're close to our age. Would you have wanted to be the recipient of that gift? No. I mean, that's just not my type of, uh, that's just not my style. Like, I'm like, what do I do with this? Where do I put it? I don't have a China cabinet. So, um, I don't really, just like Kim, Kimmy said, she doesn't really do trinkets. I don't really have a lot of trinkets and stuff around. Mm -mm, Not really. I don't know. I guess I would have just been like, okay, that's nice. Um, re-gift, put it in your pile, something like that. Melody had said that uh, it was, you know, a very expensive gift. So somebody else would get a very expensive <laughs> gift. <laughs> what? And what kind I of birds were they anyway? Crystal? I don't know. No, I mean like the type of the bird. Like it looked like, I don't know, a parakeet or something? I don't, I don't know. even know. Horrible. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I didn't get it. I didn't either. I was like, okay. Maybe some, maybe it's from Tiffany's or something. Like it was no <laughs> thought in that gift. She's too busy still being mad about her own situation. <laughs> she can't even give a gift right. Yeah, she was mad. But what about Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Dad. But I was saying, what about the the um Tisha's mother mother's gift to Kim? <laughs> that was why. That was why. I was like the Dominatrix outfit. Exactly. <laughs> I wasn't ready. I was not her ready for nobody's mother-in-law to be giving that gift. I was not ready. Yeah, and it's not her mother-in-law. It was, it was what? Tisha her- is her sister-in-law's mother. So, like, yeah. you really got no relation except for <laughs> <laughs> you You and an uh, acquaintance at this point. I was not ready. And then that's the wedding gift. If you were invited to the bachelorette party, right? That gift then. Even if, the bridal shower, you know. I was gonna say, or the bridal shower, you give that gift there. But to be the wedding gift, yeah, she was wild. weird. It's like, what are you doing? These gifts are off the chain. There, there were some different gifts. I was not expecting yeah. that. That whole crystal uh, bird thing that that threw me off because I'm like, what? How old are they? Yeah, <laughs> that's like a grandma's gift. Don't get me wrong, my godmother, when I got married, gave me a very nice Mikasa crystal plate. I don't know what to do with it, but no, I said my godmother. But not you like with a crystal plate, you know what I'm saying? What right. I'm do with well, I, I ain't finna use that crystal plate, but <laughs> it, it was a sweet yeah. gift and it was pretty, but it, it's not my style. But that's my godmother. 
Mm-hmm. She's in her, I got married like she was in her 60s, 70, no, 78. You know, she older. Mm-hmm. Somebody in their 30s and 40s because I feel like Melody's the youngest of the crew. Is she? I think so. Oh, that might Is be. Is she? Well, she might. Well, her and um, I, feel I don't know how old they are. I don't know their ages. Now, I have given someone crystal. Like a crystal, um, like candy, like a small crystal candy dish mm-hmm. for their wedding gift, but it was from Tiffany's. Oh, oh that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> it was from it was from me and my sister, but you know, it was my um my sister's niece in law. Uh, so you know, we went in on that together, but fancy. But yeah, I mean, there's something that's that you could use. Like you could put some candy in a dish. <laughs> that crystal bird thing. That's like something like you know how you get points on your credit card or something, and maybe you have <laughs> enough for something free or a free gift because you've been a good customer. Right, like that's probably how she got those crystal birds. That's like uh, you know, like your anniversary at your job, and you know how you could yeah, and you pick something yeah. <laughs> We're going to give you the crystal birds for a five year. Everything on the list is horrible. So you try to pick the least horrible thing. Exactly. Crystal bird. I'll take that. And I'm going to gift them for uh, for a wedding. It's like, okay, girl. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, in something like that, if it had a deeper meaning, like there there would be some literature or something along with it to say, okay, these two birds represent Blah blah blah. Well, she didn't. Weren't they love? Here you go. I'm now making this up and being petty. But that weren't they love birds? Because they're two love birds. They just okay. Well, it has a story. That's it. <laughs> Does it? I mean, I guess they were like they had their heads together or something like they were in the shape of a heart. Maybe they were horrible. Moving on. Was, yeah, moving on. <laughs> so uh, Letitia and Marcel. We're having a conversation, and Leticia mentioned bringing her mother into the house. Yeah, into the house. Mm. I don't know how I feel about that. We see how her mother is kind of wild, so (laughs) yeah. How how is that going to work? I'm not sure how that's going to work. I kind of, I mean, you know how we were saying before, like, you know, if she wants to work outside of the house, she needs to have a plan in place. And I, I see where she was going with that, but I'm not sure of the relationship between the mother and Mar- Marceau. Yeah, he's not going to go for that. Well, and I think it would have been better to have that conversation prior to the Miami trip. And mom, go, mother-in-law going in like, oh, you ain't got your ring. Oh, what your ring get? You spent $1,300 on drink. Yeah. You know, she was all in his ear saying tons of things. And now it's like, oh, hmm. Yeah, I can't imagine. Can she come stay with us for a little bit? No, nah, boo. She can't. Yeah, I can't imagine her, like that whole, how that would go with the relationship with her in the household. And it. To me, even if she was the, even if she wasn't in the household, but just dropping the kids off, mm-hmm. I could see snide comments like, "Oh, so 
you're already at home, but you could pick up the kids and you right. can just with their dynamic, it doesn't seem like it's the best for their relationship. She's yeah. gonna be giving him hell. Yeah. yeah. She is. It seemed like she don't she don't like him at all. <laughs> I don't know. There's there's something behind behind that. But I, I did like that Letitia went and took the initiative to go out and you know interview for jobs and you know find something for her to do. And I think it goes back to I don't know if it was the second episode when we talked about it or last episode when we were like we wanted her to have a plan. She does have a plan, so she's kind of stacking her cards to say this is what I want to do. Mom right. may be the best option, but at least she's giving options at this point. Versus right. Than like a schoolgirl. Like oh, I want to work. All <laughs> right. I want to work. You gotta figure out what to do with the kids. You like, make the decision. It doesn't work like that. Now, with the one of the interviews, um, she was saying, you know, she's a planner, and the lady had pointed out, like, yeah, you can plan for all this stuff, but you still need to be flexible. Right in the interview, that's what the lady was saying. Yeah, so I that kind of worries me because she, I feel like she would just be thrown off if she if like her plan didn't go smoothly like if something got thrown in the mix and that's I didn't understand that because people typically in real estate yes you do have flexibility and you can plan your day but as the woman was mentioning you can have a client say no I got an hour I need I want to see x house or I want to see x property I have an hour let's make this happen cat yeah and, and you need to meet me at this time. You have to meet me at this time. So there has to be some wiggle room, which is why she needs a she needs alternative solutions other than just her mom. It's like, hey, I've out I've called this nanny service and I have this and I have that, you know. Because yeah. if one person follow through, so you can't go show the property or meet the client. That's right, you want to drop the ball somewhere. Yeah. Because she doesn't seem like the type of person that's going to be like, like if her client says, I get off work at 6, I can't meet to see the house until 7. She's going to want to just be showing stuff up in the middle of the day and then right. go get her kids from school and go, okay, well, I don't work at night. Well, real estate doesn't work like that. And you're yeah. going to make deals that way. Right. Yeah. So we'll see how that um how that goes for her. So I know um, Kimmy and Melody had a dinner. They got together for drinks or something. Mm-hmm. And they had they a little out. conversation. Um, so how you guys feel about their conversation and their friendship? I think that Melody expects more of people than what she gives. Because mm-hmm. if we are not the best of friends. I don't, I feel Kimmy when she said, I don't know if I should call you and see how you're doing. Yes, I'm hearing things, but I also don't want to feel as though I'm in your business. Right. And not being genuine. Yes. And when she did her little confessional saying, well, I think that should have been a phone call. And if you're my girl, 
but if you're her girl, why y'all arguing about coming to the bridal shower? Why y'all arguing about all right. this stuff with the comeback group? Y'all yeah, ain't that close. Yeah, they definitely had like a strained relationship. I'm still trying to read. Are y'all really friends? Do y'all really like each other? I don't really think they do. I don't think Kimmy really messes with her like that. I don't either. I feel like Letitia is the glue that connects them. Yeah, I could see that. They probably just run in the same circles. Yeah. They probably just are around each other. But are they really friends? I don't think they're friends. Their husbands are friends. So it's like, eh, let's see if we can make this work. Well, and it, I feel like sometimes people try to force that whole, my husband and such and such are best friends, so we have to be best friends. And it's it's okay to just be associates. It's okay to be friends, you know, right. but you have that genuine bond. And mm-hmm. Melody just hoping that someone would, girl, how you doing? I don't know. I have not been in a position where, I have a girlfriend whose husband is cheating on her mm-hmm. to know how to react in that situation. But at the same time, I don't know how I would, I don't know unless it's somebody that's extremely close to me that I would feel comfortable asking how you're doing. And you the know? way that Melody operates, she doesn't, it doesn't seem like she shares her information anyway. Right. So she wants to put on this facade like everything is perfect. Yeah, and that's what Kim had mentioned. So it's like if you're putting on this facade, facade, like how would I even think to go to you and think that you would open up to me if we're not that cool? That's true. And then with Melody, I feel as though I mean, with her and people in general, you know, people want you to do like Melody wanted Kim to call her because she felt like a text wasn't, you know, genuine enough or close or she just thought it was I don't know. What did she say? She thought it was um if it did she say it really like was it not personal enough? Right. Yeah, it wasn't personal enough. Whatever. So, you know, Melody also has to like adjust her expectations because the way that you feel as though someone should approach you may not be the way that they are that the type of person that they are. Yeah. You, you have to meet, Yeah, you have to meet people where they are and everybody's not a talker. Some right. people are just going to text irrespective of the severity of the situation. All you might get is a text. And it's and, okay. And maybe Kim was just testing the waters to see, okay, let me text her and see Hey, you know, I'm praying for you. I hope everything's okay. And Mel- Melody might have just said, yeah, that- things are great. you know, things are fine. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. She might have been testing the waters to see if she could call her. Yeah. Right. So it's just, uh, you know, like you said, meet people where they are. But, you know. But I, th- going, I just think Melody is a person that has these high expectations and wants to live. I don't want to say wants to live in a glass house, but, you know, putting herself like my life is perfect. I don't want to discuss what happened, but at the same time, she's putting a lot out there. So she's not, she's just not honest with herself right now. What she really wants or needs from her friends, from herself, from her husband. Right. 
She's saying that, you know, like you said, I, I don't want to discuss what happened, but why didn't you call me? Right. That doesn't even make sense. <laughs> what, what are we doing? What kind of conversation are we having? She's confused. It goes back to if she doesn't get, I hope that, you know, fast forward, you know, we fast forward a few months or whatever, and they're in therapy or something because she's stressing me out. <laughs> yeah. She, she makes me feel anxious. Yeah, I'm like, oh, her, her every move. Like, I'm scared to pick up the phone because it might be her. (laughs) No. Yeah, she's kind of she's she's a lot. lot. (laughs) She's a lot. (laughs) She's just so irrational right now. Like, and I want to fast forward too much, but if you think about when the comeback group came together. And sat down, and right before that, uh, Mel and Martel had sat down with some people trying to understand, you know, moving forward with the with their uh, property, and they found out that only four signatures were on the loan, not six signatures as they anticipated. Mm-hmm. And going into combat group, sitting down and meeting. She just can't. She, I feel like, went into that meeting, guns blazing. I'm ready for war. I don't care what you say. Me and my husband are doing all this, and it's she's just too much. Yeah, she she went in in that meeting, and and like I I was actually on her. I felt her in that meeting. I can understand that. Yeah, because I felt like. That, well, I don't. Are we talking about that now? Or, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> they, I felt like they were taking on the risk, and the Scots, both Scots, just the Scots, they kind of weren't really taking as much risk as the Holtz were. Like you just gonna put one person's name on the loan, so but they said that they're through, all they're all being responsible for the same amount of money. But that that's one thing, but. There's also like a loan going on, some credit if it falls through. Yeah, it's that's gonna true. take a credit hit. And both the hosts will take that hit. But only one set of the Scots will take that hit and the other one will still be okay. Have some breathing room. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't have felt that either. No, like, and nah. I, I completely get that, but I go back to their prior conversations. Did everyone read the articles of operation? Right. Yeah, it, I feel that. But I, and you know what? I wouldn't have been with it then. It's still like it's. Well, and I feel, but I feel like that's when you call it out. You don't. Here you go. In here you go. In business today, as a thirty-plus old individual, you need to be reading your documents. You can't just skim it. Like you know, Martel was like, "Oh, she read it to me." Did you read all of it? Hmm. Because it and I again, we didn't see the documents. But if it truly stated that. Tisha was going to be a signer and Kimmy was going to be a signer and that's it. That's when you should have questioned it before y'all even went to get the law. Well, like, I um, I can't remember which, which one of the Scots, but they said that, you know, it's one signer, but they're still both responsible for the loan. I think, I yeah, feel like that's what they say, that. but if it's only one name on there. Yeah, they're only checking the credit. Of, get out of yeah. And then, but what I, I didn't like, and I understood, and see, this is another reason why Melody's always on a thousand. Like, when Martel was like, oh, yeah, she read it to me. You can't even read your own 
read the document for yourself. She tried that's to what, do everything. That's I what think, made me mad because uh, he and especially he didn't even send Melody's on a thousand, and he's like, "Well, you know, right." This, he this, had her out there. They explained it. It's okay, Noble. It ain't okay. We all the way wrong together, or we all the way right together. Exactly. Right. <laughs> now, now we can get in the car. You be like, you know, you overacted. You right, I did, but I couldn't bring it back. Let's do that in the car. Let's not but do that. In to show that united front together, because yeah. he kind of had her out there by herself, looking crazy, yeah. and it's like, yeah. uh, okay. Mm-mm. Well, I see that that's kind of common in their relationship. Yeah, that's uh, the recurring thing. Yeah, they, they're they not on the same page. And so going from that to um, the football game, the flag football, I, so when, after Martell got hurt, like Melody came and she was, okay, even before when he, when he got there, before he even went. Don't get yourself hurt. <laughs> Right, but she was, you know, on him before the game. So I oh, kind of called and was like, yeah. "You got a minute?" Right. I I think it's funny how. <laughs> Again, like, she, it depends on why you're asking me if I have a minute. I don't know. I'm right. What you're say. I feel like she needs some lesson in journaling. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes, because I'm like your son in the car with him. Why you got to have this conversation right now? You all hands free. Everybody in the mo- in the world hear you. Can we? Can, can you take five? Take yeah. your bathroom. Do something else. She can't. can't breathe. My God. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying any of the things that she said was wrong to him. But you don't have every conversation we have doesn't have to be an argument. Every conversation you have doesn't have to be why you left me out there by myself. You didn't have my back. You didn't have my support. She, they could have had that conversation in their separate cars on the way home. <laughs> yeah, that's why I didn't understand because I'm like, I thought it was a whole nother day. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Like, She's stressful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's stressful but I don't I still don't like the way that Martel talks to her he's very dismissive yeah and I don't I don't think I don't like that and I think that kind of makes the situation worse it makes mm-hmm. her kind of you know go from zero to a hundred because she'd be like oh you talking to me crazy so like I'm gonna keep digging in my point you know what I'm saying yeah hmm and then that's and that's probably the big thing with her right now is just she's again she's she's in an emotional you know tornado earthquake everything right now and she doesn't know how to release and it's like like you said girl go journal up you pay, yeah write your three pages out twenty minutes <laughs> and get it out on paper because sometimes if you get it out on paper and read over it it helps you process it it helps you figure out how to articulate your argument to your spouse yeah. a little bit better and she had a valid point hey when we were sitting there when we left I can't remember the people's name but when we left them saying everything needs to be put on hold you were right with me saying oh no this ain't right we've taken out a responsibility well we get in the meeting you don't say that again I mean I 
feel as though she could have easily said, again, I feel hurt. Mm -hmm. I feel as though you're not listening to me. I feel as though you don't have my back Mm -hmm. versus why you did it all sound like noise. Yeah, and that voice doesn't help either. (laughs) Jesus. So after um, after Martel hurts his Achilles, you know, she came and the the thing I didn't like is that she was very she's very vocal and and passive aggressive in public. Yeah. Very. And I don't like again, that's not helpful to to the to the marriage. Yeah, to the relationship. I don't like that. As a wife, I feel as though, you know, you need to keep your stuff kind of in house. Like don't neither one of them should be trying to embarrass the other in public. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, but I think at this point, and not to say it's right, I think she's doing it because she feels as though she's been publicly humiliated because yeah. of the affair. Doesn't make it right. Two wrongs don't make a right. But I think that's why she continues to do it because what shocked me and what didn't make sense to me, my husband, however, and again, Felicia ain't cheated, but he cheats, he hurts himself. And I'm like, well, I'm gonna come get our son. And then say, you got to drive yourself home. Right. Yeah. That's... I'm like, you got all these homeboys out here. Can't nobody drive the car to the house? Like, where are you going? And when she was like, so who's going to take care of you? That's what I'm saying. You being mad, passive aggressive. Let's let's discuss that when we get in the car. Yeah. (laughs) But I think she just wanted to, you know, two years was a long time. Her hurt is still fresh. Super fresh. She can't get over it, can't get it out. Yeah. But then we find out, oh, he got two phones. He got two phones. It's like, really, dude? Like, you just don't get it. No. Like, when his friends was like, but for real, dog, two? Does she have two phones? Like, like a business phone. If you don't get you a Google voice, I know. They just got to call the regular phone. Our, all the business calls go through Melody. She's doing everything else anyway. Right. So, <laughs> whatever. That's how I really feel is that she really, like, holding the business together. That's what I feel like, too. Yeah. Which so I'm what, not sure what his role is. I mean, I guess he just goes out and has some meetings with the people, but I don't I'm sure know. she's doing all of the logistical yeah. work. Um, Agreed. If you when your boys question and your boys are saying your wife got one foot out the door and you got two phones, do, bro, you don't see nothing wrong with that. Listen to your boys. And you see how he ignored him too. He kind of like turned his back. Like he did. Because when then when he was like, so which phone number do do I have? Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and why you got both phones on you? Yeah, it's like, come on, dude. Because you play football. I two women, <laughs> and I need exactly. Two. Just he like, just he just don't get it. It's like you just at least act like you're not doing nothing, something. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he just makes himself look guilty. He does. He is guilty. <laughs> All right, let's move on to episode eight. Um, All right. I think it starts off with uh, Tisha. She 
got a job, accepted a job, and the mm-hmm. new company um, offered to have her husband bid on a hotel building. I thought that was a good ending to her job search and it proves her value and how she can help the family. Exactly. The homemaker. You know, she seemed to be real excited. She did. The job offer. So that was good. She didn't seem like she was going to be a lot messy in this episode because she was happy because, you know, hurt people hurt people. Right. <laughs> so she was good. She was messing this whole episode because she was like, I got a job. <laughs> She's like, I'm gonna be good. I'm gonna be good. So it seems like, you know, Marceau is on, on board now that uh she she's gotten a job and she's helped his business. Mm-hmm. You know. And she will probably run the I told you so into the ground. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's never going to live that down. But I'm I'm glad that um you know she's doing her thing. Mm-hmm. She's doing her thing, so that's good for them. Mm-hmm. And um, Melody going back to the comeback group. <laughs> Melody went to <laughs> uh, like another partner, I guess, to try to get them to to buy her the comeback group out. <laughs> Yes. I was yep. like, ooh, she making moves. Well, she told them at the end of the prior episode, I'm out. I yep. caught confusion. I'm done. I ain't doing this no more. I, you know what? I hate that how all of them just be walking out of meetings. <laughs> Again, act as though this is not a business and we have legal documents signed. That is why I'm confused. Exactly. I'm like, um, what's going so on you, here? You just, you just done? You walking out? I'm okay, done. that's yeah, I, I, and then you know, Tisha right behind her. Yeah, I'm done too, girl. <laughs> yeah. But see, she ain't done no more because she got that job. So now yeah, she, she got a job now. Now she go. good. But look, but Melody's still on that. Oh, I'm done. I'm not dealing with this, and I don't know what's happening in my marriage. So, but the the people that she went to see specifically asked her, "Are you like? Did you tell them that? Are they okay?" Would they be okay with us buying them out? And she's like, "Yeah, really." This is strange. I was like, "That wasn't the whole conversation." <laughs> this is, she I'm is like uh, a trip. <laughs> I don't, I don't think they are okay with that. But you know, whatever. And then I don't know what, where Martel. Well, Martel was seeing his mom. Him and his, and the whole conversation between him and his mom. And his mom talking about, well, I, I take care of you because I know daughter busy with the kids and daughter this and daughter that. Oh, give me a break. Yeah, he's very... If, if, you, if you truly love her like your daughter, you need to talk to him like he a grown man and say you need to, you need to ask for forgiveness. You need to stop doing BS and you need to value your marriage. How about that? Mm-hmm. Let's, 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 I mean, there is sugarcoating that's going to happen between a child and their parent. However, at the end of the day, if your parent wants you to remain married, they're going to provide some tough love that you may not want to hear. Mm-hmm. You need to take. And she's just sugarcoating everything. But, I, you know, I told daughter that you shouldn't treat her like that. Okay, but let's talk about 
son, what made you think it was okay to do that? Right. Like she didn't touch on that at all. She never told him of he was she was going to. I mean, but I, and I don't know, maybe. My, Maybe my parents were just a little bit harsher than others because my mama will call me out. Now, yeah. you need to go. Be nice. Yeah. <laughs> you, you're wrong and you know you're stubborn. Go do something better. You know, I mean, you can't. He too, he too old for, for the baby treatment. Mm-hmm. She don't He's hold so him bored. accountable, obviously. That's oh, he's yeah, he's like, oh, she cooked for it. You gonna cook? You got some food? Yeah. I got some right here for you. I'm gonna get it. Let me get it for you. Mm-hmm. If your boy, you don't go over there and fix your own plate, you grown. Thank you. How about you? And why you fixing the plate? Can you fix me one too? I want a little bit of this and that. Okay. Because right. she's the, like, she's his elder. I don't. It goes back to his ego. He is used to women feeding into his ego. But. <clears throat> I wonder how and if he had a male figure in his life growing up. Because they don't talk about, you know, they show his mom Mm -hmm. and they show her mom. They have not said anything about either of their fathers. So we just don't, you know, you don't know that that dynamic. And it could say, you know, being raised by a single mother not I'm not saying all single mothers raise their sons to do this or be this way. So let's not all kill me for saying this. But maybe because she babied him and it was just the two of them, that's why she's so um forgiving of him. But again, if you love daughter, give him some self love. Yeah. Send but then she I mean, plan going into what you said about, you know, him or her kind of babying him. Um, she had mentioned something about, oh, you know, you're, you're like, um, you, you know, you're a good-looking man, and yeah. you know, what did she say? You like, you know, basically, you what you did wasn't that bad. There's, there's yeah. men out here doing she, worse. Oh, she did. She did do that, and it's like again, tough love. Nope. Here you go. Yeah. That's something like she, she better than those men. Yeah. Just, just like how you're saying, that, that's feeding into his ego. And he probably yep. grew up thinking, oh, well, you know, I know I'm good looking. I didn't do anything that bad. And you know. The, the, <clears throat> excuse me, the part that tripped me out when she was like, oh, yeah, you should watch the wedding video because it was a beautiful wedding. A wedding does not make a marriage. You no, it does not. I'll find it in the world into a wedding. Yeah. But every day that you wake up, there's work to be done in that relationship and you have to constantly put work into it. I'm not saying it's a job. I'm just saying it's work. <laughs> and I don't think he's doing that. So for him to say to it's my he oh, think he the prize. What he does. Yeah, he does. He, exactly. that he that findeth a wife findeth a good thing. He forgot. But why that. do we keep skipping over that? That I want every Man in the world to know that's what he that findeth the wife. Okay, I'm getting <laughs> sidetracked. <Okay. laughs> you know, but you, like I just rolled it out. He found it. Not she. But she wasn't looking. You're right about he. He feels as though he's the prize, and like all the talks that they have, he's always looking at it like, well, what did you do? The things that Melody didn't do. What did you do to me? You know, 
this is why I went out and cheated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like, he takes no responsibility for what he did. It's all, I did this because, because you weren't doing these things for me. He got life so twisted. Horrible. He really does. Yeah. I think, you know how they say, um, like, when you're a really, like, beautiful woman, you kind of grow up and everyone caters to you and you kind of have a skewed view of reality sometimes. Mm-hmm. I kind of feel mm-hmm. like that's how he is. Like, well, he's he, very handsome and everyone probably just catered to him and he's just like, you know, I'm out here. I'm doing me. Everybody should do for me. Yeah, like, humble yourself. Dude. Yeah, like, bruh, you got a whole fly behind wife. Okay. Like she she playing it all wrong. If I was her, I'd Girl. be out. <laughs> you went at the work, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. I'd be out. Oh, I'm going to have it's a drink. Cat. Look, here go. it's a cat suit, but yeah, I'm I'm like right. with it. Right, exactly. <laughs> I'm tired of people skirt around my way. Taking them somewhere, you know. <laughs> like you can't you can't. I don't know. I just hate to see her just taking it, taking it and being so hurt, you know, and he's just so like nonchalant. She's glad I'm here. Yeah, exactly. You know, like I'm still here. I want this marriage. Do you know? Do you know? Like, and then he had said that um, he, he does stuff. What did he say? He does stuff to um, make her trust him. But what is he doing? What is he? I don't know. He he said that uh you know he he doesn't, and it's funny how they they did the editing. So he was like, yeah, they you know she can she has access to my phone, and then they cut to them talking about he has two phones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then, oh. Um, yeah. Oh, she was saying they uh he was saying that you know he he's uh comes in at certain times or whatever. And then they cut to her saying, like, where were you at? You were at the gym, but you were gone for an extra hour, which she never addressed. Yeah. Again, own is just as messy as Bravo when it comes to editing. I do. I was oh, like, yep. We, we want it back? Oh, okay. They're getting a little messy. A little messy. Mm-hmm. Gotta, gotta, keep, gotta keep us coming back. That's why we're talking about it now. Exactly. That's true. <laughs> but, um, enough about them for now <laughs> going on to I there was a moment that I really liked in the in the, in the episode with Maurice and Mar- Marceau yeah that was really sweet when they yeah when they were in the house and they were looking for a house for their mother mm-hmm. yeah yeah so and he was telling Marceau was telling him about the hotel deal and Maurice got emotional and I was like oh the brothers I love them <laughs> I appreciated him n- not holding holding back because the camera was there. Yeah, because you right. should celebrate your brother. And yeah. it brings you to tears, it brings you to tears because that was an accomplishment. And your wife helped you do it. She made she is making you better. Right. And I just I really appreciated that you saw a black male on TV crying not because he's incarcerated not because something happened to somebody but out of pure joy I appreciate yeah. it and it's okay for men to show joy in that way it's okay right. to cry 
Mm-hmm. So it's refreshing. Yeah, it was. It was. And so Maurice was talking about introducing Kim to his ex-wife. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I don't know. They haven't met. You know, I still feel like she didn't know they was getting married. (laughs) (laughs) That's just so foreign to me. I'm like, is that how that works? Uh, Let me, so when I say don't do it, I'm not saying they shouldn't meet. I just don't think they necessarily need to have these long sit down conversations. I think as a family, there should be conversation that needs to happen as it is it pertains to the child. So I didn't guess that. So they have not met. I'm not. It doesn't seem as though they have. I, I do think, think they know. I think they know of each other, but I don't think they know each other. I don't think they know each other. Because going back to when they were talking about the um, like the summer camp or whatever, I I don't think that they. Kim and the ex-wife have even talked. I don't, I don't think so. And especially with her being in Detroit or wherever, Michigan, yeah. wherever she is up north. Um, I don't think they've had interaction. I think the all the interaction that they have is purely between Maurice and his ex-wife and the child. I think that he probably found out or she probably found out about Kimmy because of the child. Yeah. Um, And like I said, I I, I stand by I think they should have a conversation, but I don't think it needs to be this sit down drawn out kind of thing. thing. And I also think he needs to take into consideration what he's saying about moving his son because his whole purpose behind it was, in my opinion, a selfish reason for them to meet was like hey I want them to meet and sit down and talk because you know I want to bring monster down here to live with us and having your child move in with someone who is not their biological is a is something that needs to be taken into consideration and he needs to see what the child wants. Like, have you even talked to your son to see if he even has an appetite to move from Detroit to Huntsville? I mean, that's the big difference. But I only come here for a couple weeks out the summer. I mean, it's not really going to be the child's decision, though. You know. To a certain degree, it is, honestly. Take from somebody who lived through that, a child, the, depending on age, a child has yeah. a uh, more of a say than you would think from a court perspective. Well, he's young though. He's like six, ain't he? Eight? Yeah, he was. He was older than six. <laughs> I don't know. Eight, like ten, a, maybe not older than ten. I was thinking he was like ten, eleven. But from a court perspective, just putting it out there, they start asking the court, courts ask question uh, at between eleven and twelve. What does the child want? I don't think he was that old. But it seems like she, uh, the ex-wife, is considering it, I guess. And, you know, this whole meeting may just be to make her comfortable. I mean, because that would be weird. Like, if your child will move with their father, but you don't know his wife. Yeah. so weird to me. Yeah, that is. But, I mean, but think about it. Yeah, they don't live in the same state. Like, how are they going to, what's going to be their interaction? 
Well, I mean, not even just to meet, but to, like, I don't even think they've had a conversation. I don't know, but I'm just saying. Yeah. I mean, I guess, because I was in that situation, I just don't. It's depending on the relationship between the children's, the child's parents. I think that a lot of that plays into it. And I go back with what Marcel said. You lost 40 pounds. You live in your best life now. You doing this. You just got married on a yacht. Do you really think she want to hear from you and hear all the great things with you and your wife doing now? Mm -hmm. You know, I think you have to take some of those things into consideration and not unfortunately fortunate or unfortunately we don't know the backstory to their the demise of their relationship so while we see a quick snippet on the show we don't necessarily know what the true relationship is you know we saw monster talking to his mom we heard the mom ask like hey let me talk to your dad for a second about camp or something but it was a five second conversation that we saw the whole thing on camera. Yeah. How many how many other conversations are ha- being had that may not be as pleasant or polite? And that and that's why I think it's like you have to you just have to broach that conversation and that relationship with your spouse, with your ex in a way that's respectful to both parties. Mm-hmm. You know, because obviously, but he didn't want to go like, hey, you know, I'm living my best life. I, you know, we buying, we buying and selling million dollar homes. We doing this, we doing that. I'm about to be a lawyer. Uh, yeah, I heard that part. And I was like, okay, Maurice. Yeah. Okay. Now, here you go. Now send the son down here because I can give him a better life. I think he has to broach it in a way that I, what he said was great. You know, I think there are certain things that a man can only learn from a man. Right. I don't and, think he's looking at it as like, oh, I can give him a better life or anything like that. No, I, I don't think he is either. But I think when you broach that conversation with her, you have to take things in consideration like that. Because as a mother, your child not being with you could be, you know, you giving up your child. And it's not like he down the street and he, you can go see him every day. You got to take a flight. That's deep. Yeah. Yeah, it is. That's real deep. So I think that I think a conversation between the three needs to be had. I think it's the best for the child, but I think a Kimmy, Maurice, and ex-wife all have to figure out, you know, put their egos aside and put their feelings aside and think specifically about the child. Yeah, I yeah, I agree. I don't think they're in. I I really think they have a a good relationship. Mm-hmm, I do. Yeah. So I don't think it. it I think would it'll be, be and I think it'll be easy because as my, when Monster said that he he already felt as though they were a family, I think yeah. the mom would feel the love that he the child has for Kimmy. So it's not like it's gonna be this. I don't like her. Why? Why are we doing this? Why I gotta come live? So I think it'll be a nice conversation, but it's just a hard thing with them being so far away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe she'll, um, you know, move to be closer if he moves with his dad. I don't know. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Maybe she would move. Because mm-hmm. I've seen people do that as well. Yeah. Sure. 
Anyway, moving on, we're going to move on to uh, Mar- Martel's surgery and another um, another melody breakdown. Uh, <laughs> oh, <Ty. laughs> another inappropriate scene for Melody. At the inappropriate, most inappropriate time. <laughs> I just want you to know we ain't good. Right oh. before you go under. Wait, did we did we skip the comeback group coming back together? Or is it after? Yeah, we did. Uh, yeah, they're back together. The let's, end. let's talk about <laughs> the end. <laughs> well, even with that, I fe- I just want to say this real quick. I feel like Melody was like, "Oh, so yeah, yeah, want me part of the group?" I feel like she she wanted to feel wanted in that moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why in that moment? Go and tell all your business. Well, I'm stepping back from hope and hope because I don't know where my marriage is, and I don't know that. Yeah, they were looking like. Um, I got to out there right. <laughs> just say he here and he in surgery and prepping. <laughs> yeah, I figured that out later. <laughs> like, I I just thought that again another inappropriate moment. Journaling three pages. <laughs> she can't help herself. Right, she cannot. Again, if she got that pen and paper out, she might get up herself her three three pages. <laughs> she can refer to her notebook like this is <laughs> just have her bullet points. I thought that was the crazy. So you're right. That's enough about that. Now let's go to the inappropriate <laughs> hospital scene. <laughs> so yeah, Martel is going under surgery and uh, Melody has some things to talk about. Oh, she, she always has something to talk about. Oh, bless her heart. Bless her heart, really. I mean, she just... I, she can't <laughs> help herself. I, I don't know what to say. Like, here we go again. You know, she brought up some of the same things. And uh, Martel dismissed her again. <laughs> and <laughs> the circle continues. <laughs> like, well, and like, you know... You know, fast forward to the last, you know, 60 seconds of that conversation. After he was like, I don't want to talk about this no more. I want to do this. He did show his one moment of uh, vulnerability saying, you know, I do want my wife. I do want my marriage. I do want to work on this. And I was shocked that he actually said it. But at the same time. Was it because of the drugs? Was it because she said you got to stay downstairs? <laughs> like, I don't know if it was truly from the heart or if it was just because she said dot dot dot. That and is I, a, a good like, point. I don't know. It's like I find I find it very convenient that all those that he said the magical words that would make her feel wanted. He said the magical words that would make her feel appreciated Mm -hmm. in that moment. And then the sad thing to me about all of that is she gets in the car, she drives away, she's talking to her mom and her mom has to say, but do you think he really really meant it? Do you think he's going to change? And she just kind of sat there like, oh, well, wait a minute. Right, like you, you, you didn't catch that tea. Like you just told a man, when you come back, you gonna stay downstairs because that's better for your foot. But when your foot is better, I'm gonna go and move somewhere else. Like you need to go move. Like, and now he's the perfect husband. You didn't catch none of that. 
they could be related to one another. I don't know. She but. she wants it to work. You know what I mean? She wants it to to be okay. Mm-hmm. But and that's a fair point. But what does it hurt to love yourself and to love yourself more? You should yeah. love yourself enough to say enough is enough. And I'm not wishing divorce anything like that on that couple. I I believe in black love and I believe that they need to do what they need to do to be healthy individuals. Um, but it's okay that she loves herself enough to say, you know what? You stay downstairs, I stay upstairs, and let's just work on it. Right. Let's do some counseling. And even if they don't go to counseling as a couple, she should go to counseling herself. Like we laugh and joke about journaling, but that is cathartic. She needs to do that so that she don't keep having these outbursts and saying all these things because your kids, her, I mean, her kids aren't babies, you know, they're going to like, yeah, you remember mom and dad, they used to always fight. That's all they did. Mm-hmm. Like, is that what you want to show them as a health, a sign of a healthy relationship? Maybe do some different. I don't know. <laughs> Something has to give though. Okay. And I feel like Martel knows, you know, what it will take to make her feel loved, but he just refuses to do it. He doesn't want to do it because he's surprised. So <laughs> why should he? <laughs> and that's he sad. Look, it is the truth. He is a handsome man. <laughs> but he ain't the first it, handsome man in, and and he won't be the last. Nope. <laughs> And not the only. Anyway, so that that pretty much wraps up season or episodes seven and eight. But that was the finale, though, right? Yeah. yeah. I wonder, are they going to have a reunion? I know they, they did a lot of. I know they did a lot of press in New York recently around the finale and things like that. Okay. Uh, I, I'll keep my eyes peered to see if they're going to announce a reunion or some kind of recap show. Just letting us know whatever happened to the come back group. What happened to the properties? Yeah, <laughs> did they build the houses? and Build the house. Letitia's still working. So many questions. Did he build the hotel? There, I mean, there there are a lot of unanswered questions with are the way... Melody and Martell still, still together? Well, based on Instagram... <laughs> They still they, together on Instagram. They, they, they still an Instagram couple, but does that mean they're a real couple? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, do we believe that? Or, mm. or what? So we will see, but um, thank you guys for uh, listening and um, sticking with us. We hope we're bringing you good content. So follow us on Social media at Bells of the ATL. And on Instagram, I am Six Feet of Fashion. Um, just the letter N, the ATL. I'm Lori, and my IG handle is Loving Life as Lori. And follow, subscribe, like, leave us some, some reviews. Uh, on Instagram, you can comment. And leave us some topic ideas, things that you would like to hear. And we will holla at you guys next time. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye.